Hello, everyone. This is Kino Empowerment Inc. Radio, KEIFM.com, and the program is Kidon Keys Spirit Soul on Body Series. And on this program today, we have a brand new topic. I have tried to title it How to Allow God to Protect Us 
that is God's protection, especially at this time where we are having uh, uncertainty, we are having here and there, we don't know what's going to happen, but we have to allow God to take us where he wants to take us. We have to yield to him. We have to give ourselves unto him. Hallelujah. So I just want to encourage you that uh, we need to know that today is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice, and we will be glad in it. Hallelujah. I hope you are so excited about today. Today is a brand new day. He has made it. Hallelujah. It's a good day. It's a blessed day. Hallelujah. And we give God the glory. And if you want to call in today, uh, let me give you a number, 646-668-2413. Again, 646-668-2413. Hallelujah. And we are going to just get in and start writing. And we are going to start with prayer. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this morning. Father, we just want to give you glory and honor because you, our Father, where would we be if it wasn't for your grace? Father, we give you honor. We give you thanks. King of glory, the creator of the heaven and earth, almighty God, the one who opened the Red Sea for the children of Israel, who makes a way where there's no way, from the rising of the sun to the setting of the sun. Almighty God, you are everything that we could ever need. We cannot even finish, oh, Jehovah Jireh, our provider in every area, our shalom, our peace, oh, King of glory. We are so grateful It's such a time like this that you are opening our eyes. And we are still desiring that you open our eyes because so many things we do not understand. We desire your revelation, your understanding, O oh Lord, to touch our hearts and change our hearts, that we shall never doubt not a single day, no matter what we see, no matter what our challenges come, that we will be strong in you, and we will know that there's nothing else, there's nothing else that can make us happy, there's nothing else that can take care of us, there's nothing else but only you, King of glory, we cover ourselves in the blood of Jesus. We cover ourselves, our children, in the blood of Jesus. We cover our businesses in the blood of Jesus. We cover our, our, our leaders in the blood of Jesus. We cover each and everything that is of you, that mighty God. Cover it in the blood of Jesus. Send your ministering angels, mighty God, as we pray, as we study all over the world, oh God, we don't even know, we can't even understand the pain that they're going through. But we know that our God, our God, our goes everywhere. Holy Spirit, minister to your people right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Those who are desperate, those who do not know where to turn, they have no, they cannot pay the bill, they can, they are sick. Different kind of situation, giving, giving up, disappointment stagnation right now you will hear the word of god we cancel every plan of the enemy because he comes to distract us he comes to take away our eyes from god 
But right now, as we pray, as we believe, as we study the word of God, we know, we are confident, like David was confident in you. So are we, in the mighty name of Jesus, but nobody but Jesus. We thank you, we honor you, abuse us, oh God, Holy Spirit. Speak through us. We don't want to speak any word in our own strength. But Lord, because you know our weaknesses, but Holy Spirit, go before us today as we study this word together. In mighty name of Jesus, we thank you. And as we are studying, let anyone who is listening, Lord Jesus, or who will listen later, let the activation of that desiring to study. We are not saying that we know it all, but we are saying let's desire to study. Let's desire to to hear the voice of God. Let's desire what God is saying to us. Hallelujah. So we can activate ourselves. We can encourage ourselves. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you and we honor you and we love you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. So today, like I mentioned before, we are going to try to learn how we can allow God to protect us, especially at this time. And we are going to dwell on Psalm 27. Hallelujah. So she's going to read, uh, Reverend John is going to read Psalm 27. Thank you. Okay, get your Bibles and open the Old Testament. It's an Old Testament, Psalm 27. And we are going to come from this Psalm 27. We're not going to rush it. Uh, Sometimes we take it for granted. We are also looking for answers for ourselves. I hope as we study, we can dig together because the, the word of God is a, like a gold mine. You can never finish. You just keep digging. And each person, God gives them a revelation as he desires, as he wants us, or whatever situation we are in. But right now, as we have been praying, as we have been studying, that uh, there is a lot of fear right now, economy-wise, uh, shootings, uh, all kinds of things, but we know those are the lies of the enemy. When he's about to lose, he intensifies also to show uh, that people to lose confidence and they become desperate. Hallelujah. So Psalm 27, I read, The Lord is my light and my salvation. And this is a Psalm of David. So, so the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though, that is verse 3, though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. So, um, I'm going to read four and maybe we'll break it down. instead of. Yeah, we're going to try to do the whole of Psalm 27, but we, today we are going to go very slow. And uh, we are going to break it 
as we study, but I'm just going to read the verse 4, and then we can um, just get ready to study. Verse 4. One thing have I desired, one thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Hallelujah. Let me just read another five. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me, hallelujah, in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me upon a rock, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. So we've seen here that uh, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Who shall I fear? So like uh, we've had... Uh, uh, about fear is a common occurrence and the Lord has not given us a spirit of fear so we don't need to fear we need to allow him to protect us and there are so many ways we can allow him to protect us and I have tried to uh, break it down okay first and foremost we need to know our God and put our confidence in Him. Okay? We need to know our God and put our confidence in Him. And most of the time, do we know our God? I think I I, I have talked about this in many of my teachings way back, knowing God at this time. Knowing our God is so essential. Even now, that is knowing who our God is. And that starts from you knowing who you are in Him. That is, you know, this is me. I know who I am. I know I am born again. I know I have been redeemed. I know He's my Father. I know He calls me His Son. I know He's looking after me. I know he's walking. He's walking with me wherever I go. And he, he talks with me. And he tells me that how he loves me, how he cherishes me, and so on and so forth. Then we then say, okay, we know God. And knowing God, we are putting our faith in him. Declaring our faith in him, trusting in him. And that is what David was saying. So David began with his affirmation of the reality of God in his life. We all know how, what David went through. We know that at the age of, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, at the age of, Thing, David was anointed king but he didn't become king until he was 30 years old and during that interim he had been chased through the desert by 
this jealous King Saul. And David had to wait on God for the fulfillment of his promise to reign. And even later, he was also chased here and there by his own son, uh, Absalom. So he also has to find his own will. He also has to put his trust and faith in God. And in all this, David did not even doubt all the time, putting all his faith in him. Otherwise, he had so many chances of uh, killing Saul. But still, he said, no, I, I will not do that. Meaning he trusted his, in his God. He believed in his God. He put his confidence in him. That is so important for us, especially today. We have to put our confidence in him. So David began with his own affirmation of the true reality of who God is in his life. And he pursued it to the very end. Amen. Um, and that um, the confidence in God is important. And it is not something, because we are still in this flesh, we are still in this body, that uh, um, we see these things of this world. So we are affected every time. We, uh, Because we are human beings. And um, so we have to talk to ourselves, <clears throat> put it on the wall, <clears throat> read the word of God, so that we can't forget. In a moment, we can't forget. Because the devil is looking for that moment, the weak moment, when we don't have any faith in us. And that's why we also are, it's important to have a church. It's important to have uh, people you pray with. You cannot be on your own. You have the confidence does not just come by yourself. And um, the Bible tells us you cannot forsake the gathering of saints. Anytime you feel like you want to be by yourself, you know that's a spirit of depression. The spirit is coming to separate you. We are like now people. We have had shootings in the church. We have had attacks in the mall. You don't want to go where people are. The enemy will separate you, and when he separates you, he will deal with you very well. So that's why we have to be encouraging ourselves. And if you are strong that day, encourage somebody else. And we are going to see uh, the 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 verse. I should just in uh, in Psalm twenty-seven. When you look, when you break it, the word David was saying that uh, they are. Um, we we start with the Lord is my light. Confidently, the confidence that David was a man like us. But he chose to hear the word of God and live with it and believe it. And we still are free to make a choice. We can be hide in our little home, which don't help us, or we can hide in the word of God and have confidence that this God who created the heaven and earth does not lie. So 
in verse 1, we see the Lord is my light. And you can write these things if you are not feeling confident. Put them, write them down. If you are driving, put them on, stick them on the car. Or put them in a little note. When you feel like you're fainting, look at this. If David could do all he did, I can also do. And there, we have so many stories, and that's why it's good to read the Bible. Another one, still in the same verse, he said, uh, my salvation, so the Lord is my my light, my salvation in one verse. Let's see how loaded it is. You don't need it to move to another verse. He says, my salvation, my trust, my strength, my life, my confidence. Can you imagine when you you are feeling down, you wake up and take this sound, and you see what David is saying. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? If you have been fearing a gunman shooting you, your kids, uh, like children at school, I can't take my children. I'm going to uh, uh, teaching at home is okay. But not when you are fearful. I'm going to bring my kids uh, and I'm going to teach them from uh, uh, because of fear. No, that is the wrong, and you are you are destroying the children. If you choose to teach your children at home, that's okay. But when you are because of fear, you, you, then you are you are making a mistake. So the Lord is my light. If you can repeat after me or repeat later, is my salvation. My trust, my strength, my life, my confidence. And those are the only chapter, that is verse 1 of Psalm 27. You see how loaded it is? And we think David was able to accomplish because he believed. And by faith, we can move mountains. And when you look in verse 2, he says this also, he's my protector from the wicked, hallelujah, any wicked, any witch, any, anybody who hates you at your job wants to take your job. He says, he's my protector from the wicked. David was saying this thing because he needed to have confidence in God because he was going through so much. He's my protector from my enemies. He says, vengeance is mine. Don't be afraid. Just like a child, have faith, believe confidently. Our God works. Hallelujah. And uh, when you read verse 3 also, you'll find he says, My refuge for multitude, my help in war. Hallelujah. His answer for every situation. If you're in a country where there's war, if there's a country... I mean, he he's with us. He says, my heart shall not fear. That's verse 3. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. War should not arise against me in this. I will be confident. It doesn't matter whether you are in a country where they are killing Christians. This, chap- this verse, this chapter 12, Psalm 27, can hide you. you. You are not alone. And, you know, 
most of the time we think, oh, I'm going through this. I'm more alone. But if you can hear somebody else's story, you just say, hey, I can deal with this. And the Bible already has told us, he cannot give us what we can't handle. Remember, we have to have the word in us. How would I know that I'm not alone? How would I know that he, he promised that he cannot give us, he cannot allow temptation that we cannot handle? In other words, when you see a situation, when you see a challenge in your life, Trust God. He knows that you are strong. You are bigger than that challenge. You are bigger than that challenge. You are stronger than that challenge. And you will see the light. You will see the light. You will look back and like, how did I go through that? Hallelujah. So be confident in the word. The word is our God. It is himself. When you study that word, you are, you are with your father. He's with you, and you are with him, and he's in you. You are in him. You are together. So together, we can all overcome. Don't be discouraged. You are not alone. Even as we are talking, we go through things. But we, the only thing we have made confidence, we have chosen to serve God and to believe God. And when the challenges come, it's like, okay, Daddy, how are we going to go through this? Holy Spirit, how are we... How am I supposed to deal with this? It is bigger than me, but I know you are with me. Because you promised that you'll never leave me nor forsake me. And don't allow the devil to steal your joy. Be confident in God. Be confident in God. Read his word. Study his word. In the name of Jesus, it will be well. It will be well. No matter what you're going through, hallelujah. Praise the living God. Yeah. Hallelujah. That is awesome. Yeah. You see, the Lord is my light and my salvation. See, we are seeing darkness everywhere we turn. Mm-hmm. Go to the right, darkness, left, darkness. Where can we go without darkness? But the Lord is saying that where there is darkness, in fact, that is where you see the most light. If, if, if there, you, you will not be able to see the difference of light if there is no darkness. So where is darkness, the light shines even brighter. Hallelujah. So the Lord is saying that he is the light. So knowing who he is. You see, for further reference of who is the light, I encourage you to check uh, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2. And also John chapter 1, verse 4. John, John chapter 1, verse 4 said, In him there was life, and the life was the light of God. Okay? So, and, and uh, uh, also uh, John chapter 8, verse 12. You see, he is the light of the world. Jesus is the light of the world. He is our light. Hallelujah. He is the light of the world. Hallelujah. So when you look at the, uh, and he is our salvation. He is our salvation. So when you combine the two words, the light and the salvation, so it's like a saving light. A saving light. He has come to save us from our darkness. 
If we are not in him, we are in darkness, my brother, my sister. There is no hiding it. We cannot hide that away from anyone. If we are not in Christ, we are in darkness. And we are dead. We might be living, but we are dead if we are not in Christ. So we have to wake up from our death. We have to wake up from our darkness. And we have to come to light. And we have to come to life. He who receives him receives life. And he who receives Christ receives light. And if we receive light, we receive salvation. It is our saving light. He has come to save us. Amen. He has come to redeem us. He has come to bless us. Hallelujah. The devil just come to steal, kill, and destroy. That is his purpose. He will steal all our joy, steal all our uh, uh, boldness. All we have is fear. We don't have confidence. We don't even know who we are. So he steal all those things. We are hopeless sometimes. We see uh, where do we turn. We say everything is gone. No, no hope. Without him, what is the hope? I, 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 I was so shocked with a friend the other time, and I, I was so shocked, and I was blessed. He said, he said, look at the whole thing he's been going through. He was telling me, and I was, I was like, I didn't know that this guy know these things. He said, without him, without God, he said, he has no hope. He said there was no. He said depending on him, then that makes him to have hope. When he wake up, he has hope. Because there is somebody out there. Hallelujah. It's so important in our life. He said, see the word of God is saying here. He said, why should I fear? Why? It's a question. That is verse. Uh, that is that is uh, uh, verse one still. And we can talk on that verse one for a long time. Oh. It's a question. Why should I fear? It's a question. So if you know that the Lord is your light and your salvation, why should I be afraid? It's a question. And many times we get into fear. And the enemy, enemy puts us into fear, which is so common. Okay? So he said, but the Lord, is the strength of my life. We don't have any other strength. So the Lord is our strength. He is the one that will strengthen us. He is the one that will give us the strength that we so need in every day. Without him, we don't have any strength. The enemy is going to try to come to see where does our strength lie. But our strength lies in the Lord our God. That is where our strength lies. Hallelujah. So we need to depend on his strength, the strength of our Lord, our Master, Savior. Hallelujah. Amen. So when you look at uh, 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 the light, the light indicates a deliverance from darkness. It's a deliverance from what? The darkness. So we are no longer in darkness. We are in light. So far, we trust in him. We receive him. Okay? So I, I, our topic is how do we allow God to what? Protect us. To guide us. Allowing God to protect us. To shield us. Okay? So we are 
in the first point. Know who your God is and put your confidence in him. Okay, then we are going to transition into the first uh, into the first uh, uh, point. But I want us to go on verse 2. You see, verse 1 talks about why should we be afraid? Okay, since we know that the Lord is our light, the Lord is our salvation, the Lord is our strength. Three points. The Lord is our light, the Lord is our salvation, the Lord is our strength. Those are the things we need. You know, we cannot do anything without strength, without the encouragement. If, if, if we don't have that strength, we can't go to work. We cannot do any job. No encouragement. We, we, many of us will lie on the bed like hopelessness, like depression comes. So we stay wherever we are because we don't have that strength to push forward. No encouragement to move forward. Hallelujah. So it's so important in our day that <clears throat> so the wicked will try to come. The, the wicked will try to come in verse 2 to come against us. And the idea is to eat us. The idea is is to eat us, to take whatever belongs to us, to steal whatever belongs to us, to destroy us. See, there are enemies out there. There are people, I mean, there are things out there that was out there to destroy us. Sometimes it's not by themselves. Sometimes it's by the enemies using them. Because we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against powers, spirits, principalities, powers in high places, spiritual wickedness, and all sorts of spirits that are against us. They come to destroy us. Or they try to come to try to disturb, to, to disturb our lives. To say, we are not who we say we are, or our God is not strong enough. And that is the reason why the Lord said, stand. You have to stand. Don't be moved. Hallelujah. So we have to stand and not moved. You see, he said, when the wicked, and who are these wicked? The, uh, the, the, the enemies. The, the enemies, he said, even my enemies and even my, my foes, when they come upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumble and they fall. Haven't you tried to see sometimes uh, things try to happen to somebody and it happens then back to, to him? We have seen this in so many. I can give you examples upon examples. We we saw the, the in your in your spare time read this <clears throat> excuse me read the book of Esther how Haman and Mordecai tried to work work it out how Haman tried to destroy the the Jews 
tried to destroy Mordecai. How the Lord he 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 built a, a gallow, supposedly to be to be used for Mordecai. But when they cry out to the Lord, when they cry out to Him with fasting and prayer, what happens? They stumble. He stumbled and he fell on his gallow. He was hung on his gallow. The gallow he had built for Mordecai. You see? So we just need to trust on our God. Mordecai and Esther, and they, they fasted and they trusted in their God. Read the book of Esther. You see what I'm talking about there. They trusted in their God. They will not bow down to Haman. They will not bow down to the enemy and all his plans. But they trusted in their God. They fasted and they prayed. And the Lord had their prayer. Putting their confidence trust in God. And the Lord came and rescued them. Hallelujah. You see, verse 3 says, it says, Do and host to encamp against me. My heart shall not fear. We are still dealing with fear. You see, fear is a big thing. It's a big thing. It's a fear is a dark shadow that envelops us and ultimately imprisons us within ourselves. So everyone has been a prisoner of fear at one time or the other. Fear of rejection, for example. Fear of nobody getting your point that is misunderstanding fear of rejection fear of austerity fear of sickness and death it has many many people they are just afraid of of death uh they they they, they look back they look right left they are afraid that they are going to be dead or they are going to die uh, soon they enter car, they are afraid that they are going to be dead. So everywhere they turn, they are afraid of death. Fear of all kinds of things. But we can conquer fear by trusting in the Lord who brings salvation. See, if we want to despair the darkness of fear, let us remember, remember with the psalm that the Lord is our light and our salvation. So we should not be afraid of anything. Hallelujah. He said, verse 3 says, he said, Do and host should come against me. So and host in Hebrew means an encampment. An encampment, an army. Or uh, a band, a battle, a camp, or a company. Or in, in the in the eyes of figurative, maybe a locust, a cattle, or a host of all these things against us, against people, an army, encampment. Sometimes we, we find like the whole world is against us. We find this is just too much. Wherever we turn, we are in trouble. We go here problem. We are both here, right? We we are sick. We have no job. Nobody like us. We are hated. Everywhere we turn is all crisis. But David is saying here, 
Though an host should encamp against me, it's not saying you against me. You know, he was being pursued by uh, Saul and all the hosts of the army. They want to kill him. You can imagine that. They've, they've, they've charged you with treason. This is serious. Because if they get him, that is over. You see, but he said, Do and hold you and come against me, my heart shall not fear. There's something that has to be, be do with our heart. Has to do with our heart. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. So our confidence source in God is so essential in our hearts, our boldness, our hope in Him, our trust in Him, our assurance in Him is so essential. And that comes from our heart. If our heart is at rest with Him and, and we don't allow fear to encamp against us in our heart, then we will be victorious. But if in the first case, our heart is already defeated, our, our heart is all filled with fear, there's nothing anybody can do with us. There's, any, there's nothing anybody can do for us. But in the first case, our heart says, no, we are already, I'm already defeated. But in David's heart, he never saw any fear. That does not mean that he, he stood there and he never hide himself or run away. He ran away and he protected himself and God helped him in his running. Because you're not just going to stand there and say, hey, kill me. And they will kill you. So he ran away into where he think that you will be able to protect her. And that is how the Lord took him and protected him. But in his heart, he never saw him as a, somebody who is already defeated. No. But in his heart, he said, I will not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this I will be confident. Confidence in what? In God. Confident in himself? Yes. First of all, put your confidence in yourself. Say, yeah, I, I will be victorious. About that confidence in yourself is coming from God. No one will be, uh, you already defeated yourself. You have no hope yourself. Who is going to help you? Hallelujah. Amen. That's wonderful. Um, that's a very important key because uh, all of us are going through something. And it can be a season when you're attacked everywhere you do. I just want to share my son. He's been going through so much. It's like uh, even when he parks where others park, he gets a big ticket. Um, it's just been like you just see something is following him. And um, when he's driving, even maybe five minutes, uh, five, whatever, I mean, just little things. You just see him being attacked. And then you uh, and we know that's the plan of the enemy, he wants to bring depression, wants to bring fear in him. And some, uh, m- most of you guys, you know what you're going through. There's a pattern in your life. There's a pattern that is following you, and you can look at it and be like, yeah, that's true. But that's the plan of the enemy, to to get so discouraged. He will hit you so hard. There's a season. But when you stand 
he will leave you. And I also like to, um, this uh, um, the, the 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 what you're explaining about the the encamping against you know the wicked, right? Mm. That's what you are dealing yeah, with against us. Yeah. So uh, uh, when you look in John 18, I like John 18 verse six. John 18. I just want to give another example. Mm. And uh, it says, uh, uh, when he told them, I'm he, they, of course, they came in the garden and he was betrayed. Jesus was betrayed by Judas. But when, I'm just going to go do six. When he told them that I'm he, they stepped back and fell to the ground. They stepped back. And so, our prayer that they will, they are those people who are after you, you have the confidence that when you are with God, you will hear God, what do I do in this situation? Do I fight back? Do I run away? Do I, he will give, the Holy Spirit will tell you how to handle the situation. And like I was using my son, he was like, Mom, I'm so frustrated. I felt like punching this. I said, no, punching won't help you. It will put you in more trouble. You know that the enemy is after your life. So you you, 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 you have to hear the Holy Spirit. How do I speak to these people? In every situation, there's no way you can say uh, it's going to be the same way, right? But uh, uh, they will. you will have to know. You know, like in that, uh, when he says, when the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes came upon to me, eat up my flesh, they stumble and fall. They stumble and fall. Our prayer that our enemies, wherever they are, right now, that fear that is coming to grip your life, that you cannot do anything, that spirit that bringing desperation, frustration, stagnation, fear, in the name of Jesus, you stumble and fall. Like Jesus, when they asked him, are you here? He said, I am. And then he went back, stepped back and fell on the ground. Same, same way. You know, these things are not in the Bible. They are not just stories to make you feel good. But you know, just a novel, like another novel book that you study and read, and maybe it's a romance and you, you see all these things. No, this is life, lifeline, all your lifeline. What did Jesus do? What would I do? What did the men of God, what did David do? What did Mordecai do? All these, what did Daniel do? All these, whenever they were in danger, what did they do? And then you get your confidence and know that God, the one you have chosen, the one we didn't know, but now we know, he's with us and he will come through. He will come through. He is the light. And when the light comes, the darkness flee. It is, it, it is there's even just going that room and, 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 and switch off the light and come when the room is dark. What happens when you switch on that light? The light floods the room. It's the same way. You have to be able to see that way. It floods. There's no darkness anywhere. There's no darkness in our life. When we have Jesus, he's the light. He is the light. And anything that will attack 
it, it will attack you. It is attacking him. They cannot go through him. Hallelujah. We have to believe. We have to have faith. And nobody can do that for you. It is your path. You just stand up. Even maybe you are in your bed right now. You don't know. Maybe the kids don't have school fees. Maybe the kids don't have clothes to wear to go to school. Maybe you have no food. Maybe you are so sick. You have no no money to help you. No insurance. Be confident. Just remember, like, coming in a dark room and switching that light. Remember his promises. If he says he will never leave you, no forsake you. Just cry to that one who promises. If your husband has left you, cry to the one who will never leave you. People will leave you. People, when you are in challenges, will leave you. But when you stand with God, hallelujah, you have, he's the only friend that will never leave you nor forsake you. He says he's the light. Take it as it is. He's your salvation. You have no one to trust. Trust him. Get it to the word. Have a conversation. He's a God of conversation. Remember in Genesis, he was always with Adam. That was his original plan. Being with us. And you know what? That's why he sent his son. And the same plan is still going on. We can have a conversation. We can talk to him. We can bring the fear. If you have no one to confide in him, he can trust him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that enemy, as the Bible said, they will stumble and they will fall. Whatever is chasing you, if it's a bad dream at night, it will stumble and fall. It will separate itself because the greater is he that is in you, that is in this world. You are the light. You are the thought. Hallelujah. In thought, now no enemy can stay there. They will die. You are the light of this world. You will have the confidence in the name of Jesus. But remember, and even Jesus, they asked him, after he has been betrayed, only just saying, I'm here, they stepped back and fell off the ground. That's the power. That's the authority that we are walking in. Because he says, if we believe in him, what he did, if we believe in what he did, so can we. And greater, more powers we can do. Hallelujah. Amen. We have about uh, nine more minutes left. Let's see if we can talk on the next point that we need to know on how to allow God to protect us, especially at this time. God taking us, shredding us. You see, Psalm 91 says, under the mighty hand of God, we are to depend on him. You see, so under the shadow let let me read it uh, read it well so that we know what we are talking about. It says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. So we are you you abide you stay under the shadow of the Almighty. See, he said, I will say of the Lord is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him, I will trust. He says, surely I will deliver, uh, he shall deliver us from the snare of the foiler. 
and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover us with his feathers. Under his wings we shall take refuge. His foot shall be our refuge. I mean, our shield and our buckler. We shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at no day. A thousand may fall at our side, and ten thousand at our right hand, but it shall not come near us. Only with our eyes shall we look and see the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord who is my refuge. You see, you have to make the Lord our refuge. Even the most high our dwelling place. No evil shall befall us, nor shall any plague come near our dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over us to keep us in all our ways. Twelve. In their hand they shall bear us up, lest we shall dash our foot against a stone. We shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the shepherd and the serpent, we shall trample underfoot. Because he has set his love upon us, therefore I will, I will deliver him. He said, because he has set his love upon me. So we are setting his love upon him, upon the Lord. Therefore I will deliver him. That is, he will deliver you, deliver me. Deliver us. I will set him on high because he has known my name. That is knowing him, knowing God, seeking him, desiring him. You say, verse 15 said, He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. So, abiding in the safety of the presence of God. This is very important. And this brings us to our second point. That is, desiring God more. That is, seeking his faith. So, we have to desire God more and seeking his faith. One way, I mean, the second way of how we can allow God to protect us. And when you look at verse 4 of the Psalm 27, Psalm 27, okay, verse 4, it says, One thing I have desired of the Lord that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. And why is he doing this? He said, for, verse 5 says, For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret place of his tabernacle he shall hide me. He shall set me hide upon a rock. Hallelujah. So when you look at this verse 4, you see, by the house of the Lord and his temple, David could have been referring to the tabernacle in Gibeon at that time. And in the sanctuary, he had built to house the Ark of the Covenant. Or to the temple that he has, he has his son, Solomon, was to build. So David probably had the temple in mind because he made many 
of the plans for it, especially when you read First Chronicle chapter 22. And David may also have used the word temple to refer to the presence of the Lord. David's greatest desire was to live in God's presence each day of his life and is an example for every one of us. Sadly, this is not the greatest desire of many of us who claim to be a born-again believer. So my question today, my dear brother, my dear sister, what is your most desire today? Or what do you desire more today? That is, if they bring things around, this is God, this is more, this is something, this is other things. So what do you desire more? What is your choice in those things? Do you desire God more or something else? Or do you look forward to being in the presence of the Lord or not? Do you desire to live in the presence of the Lord or not? You know, today, the Lord has said that he will come and dwell in us. He will live in us. We can actually bring the presence of the Lord in us. You know, our body today is the temple of our living God. He said, I will be your God, and you guys will be my children. We are his children. And the body is his. He comes to dwell in the temple of the Lord. I mean, in, 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 our, in our body, he dwells, comes to stay in our heart. So we can cultivate his presence around us, within us. Going to church is also good. Going to place of worship is also good. We also have a place of worship wherever we are in our place is also good. We also need to cultivate a sense of his presence in our heart, in our body. That's what David is talking about. Cultivating, because he has come to dwell in us. The Spirit of God has come to dwell in us. So we are the one driving him away. He's not willing to live. He's not willing to to part us. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So he has come to stay. Yes. As we are speaking right now, don't ignore God. The one thing who can give you, give us great joy, peace, satisfaction, and contentment. The world is filled with empty people. And we are trying to seek things that won't last, newest car, promotion at work, but all the vacations, all those things are good. But they are temporary. So we are asking the living God to help us and to put the priority on seeking God who gives us the things which will last into eternity. Father, we thank you for today. We glorify you for who you are. We thank you for this time. And we thank you for your people. That mighty God, as we study this word, help us, O oh God. We ask him for understanding, revelation. And my God, there's nothing we can do without you, like David said. Help us to be like David. The spirit of David come upon us so that we can know to seek the most important things, the things which satisfy, the things which will protect us, 
in the name of Jesus. And we're also calling on anyone who has never given their life to Christ. Accept Christ. Believe that he's the son of God. And that's all you need. And go seek him. Find a good place to study your word. Mighty God will help you. Holy Spirit will teach you. But the most important is knowing, acknowledging Jesus is the son of God. And he will deliver us. And accept him and love him. And he will teach you. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. We thank you for listening. We thank you for continuing studying your word. Because it's the only way that can help us. That is the only way that can help us. Amen. God bless you, my dear brother, my dear sister. And we'll see you uh, next time.